morning and welcome everyone to the mile rate. Uh, we're looking back at, a, at what a terrific night. It was a really entertaining night. Uh, again, it's been pretty hard to get the, the winners. Maybe a few more favourites successful last night at Melton than the previous week. Rob Orber cast an eye over the program. He was uh, giving 80 to 1 shots good pushes and winning last night. His best bet got up at uh, decent odds as well. So no excuses if you didn't come out on top, Rob. Well, I've woken up with a uh, little uh, spring in my foot this morning, Dan. Uh, good morning, everyone. And it was uh, it was a challenging night at Tabcourt Park. I certainly found the first few races uh, reasonably challenging, but it certainly... Uh, a few uh, breaks went my way, I could say, uh, later on in the night. But in saying that, uh, we saw some really good performances and a great drive by Chris Elford last night. He, he brought up a couple of winners, but his win on uh, Max Delight was a gem. Yeah, it certainly was. It was uh, one of the best drives you could see. Uh, he made the mid-race move. But it wasn't just a matter of making the mid-race move. I could see as soon as he hooked out, he had one thing in mind at the 1,200, and that was that he sensed he might be a chance of getting to the lead. To go from last at the 1,200, he was in front on the pegs by the 1,100. You just don't see that happen too often, no, if at all. That was just p- pure experience, Danny. Uh, he's driven uh, that track so many times. He's driven uh, that many winners and premierships. He's an absolute champion, and he knew exactly the point that he took off. He knew what he had to do, and he just delivered it to a millimetre perfect last night. It was just a, a f- phenomenal drive, and he drove a, a double last night. Uh, he started off the night not too good with the first favourite getting beaten, but after that, uh, he was in great form. Rob, uh, the first replay we're going to have a look at is race number six, and this is where the bolter of the night got up, got up in, in Regulus, but the race itself... It looked as if, for most uh, of the part, uh, a match between the three-year-olds, Barroom Banter and uh, and Pat's Beat Storm. And Pat's Beat Storm looked to put pay to Barroom Banter at the 400, but the race changed complexion from there. This is race six, the Mimosa Homes pace. And it's Pat's Beat Storm who's run up to hit the lead, heading off the back straight, drawing away now, Pat's Beat Storm. About a metre and a half in front before the turn, 28-9, third quarter. Barroom Banter, the inside under pressure. Would your mind comes out, Regulus got into the clear. Turning for home, Pat's Beatstorm led. Would your mind moved up from Barroom Banda. Then came RW. Regulus is out wider. Further back, pock of the deal. Would your mind in front. Regulus is cutting it down. Would your mind. Regulus on the outside looms up and got up and won at Regulus. Beat Would your mind. Pat's Beatstorm was coming again late. Looked the winner on the turn, but got lost in the straight, it seemed. Then came. He's a horse that, like you said earlier, he's a horse that's got to be driven for a luck and smothered up and um, usually likes going between them and he's sort of, I think he's the sort of horse that likes to look unlucky all the time. You know, we've driven him a couple of times now and we think that he's better than him and he just doesn't seem to like it. So the way the race was run tonight, it sort of sort of suited us a lot and uh, once I got to the outside, he was um, always going to be in it. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Regulus Driven Cold's got a good sprint and was able to get over the top of Would You Mind? And uh, and Pat's Beatstorm, he looked like he was just going to race away on the turn, but he seemed to turn his head sideways, have a real big think about it. He just got lost, it seemed. It was an interesting race. Uh, the two three-year-olds, Barroom Band, who was first up since December uh, last year or November, uh, he came up uh, to find the top. He was certainly uh, pressured by Pat's Beachstorm, who went around and sat outside him. And 
They had a terrific duel down the back. Uh, they went 28-9, 28-3 home, mile rate of 156.8. And Pat Speechstorm got the upper hand of Barroom Banter on the home turn. But the challenges started to come. Would you mind, who was aggressively driven by Glenn Douglas, got up into the breeze in the 1-1, peeled out three wide at the top of the home straight. He looked uh, all set to Vin. And then along came Regulus, who was three back the pegs. And a beautiful drive by Rodney Petroff. He was able to take him to the outside. And he finished home over the top. It was a great training performance by Kari and Paul Miles. They do a great job. They've had, I think, uh, three horses from uh, Rosario Lespina uh, being uh, San Domino, Maestro Bellini and Regulus, and all three horses were pretty much uh, out of form when uh, the stable got hold of him and uh, Kari and Paul have done a great job in rejuvenating Regulus. He loves to be smothered. He got the right run last night from the right draw and he finished home over the top of him. He started $80 on the fixed odds market, $40 on the paramutuals. Uh, Would Your Mind was very good second. Third home, Pat Storm. I thought he was very brave. Third run back, Look, he should be cherry ripe next time, but he's getting seasoned to these older horses. Pocket the deal ran on really strongly, and Barroom Banter weakening uh, out of it. But certainly, uh, look, probably the horse to follow, would you mind, and, and also Pat's Beachstorm, two horses that you'd be quite happy to follow in weeks to come. Well, the feature for the night for the Pacers was the Tab Italian Cup, a, a race that's rich in history in uh, harness racing, and it was just a gem of a drive. If uh, if Chris Alford had seemingly gone a little bit quiet, well, he just raised his hand to let everyone know he's still here, and what a drive on Max Delight. Uh, here are the closing stages of the feature pacing race, the Tab Italian Cup. For home, Max Delight in front led five metres on Bonsell Benjamin. Malcolm's Rhythm's running up behind them. Max Delight with a kick. Malcolm's Rhythm trying to get out. Then Bonsell Benjamin coming through. Max Delight's in front. Oh, what a drive, Chris Alford. What a drive. Max Delight's won it, beat Bonsell Benjamin. Malcolm's Rhythm had no luck. Uh, yeah, pretty much Rob just unfolded um, as we went. Um, Thought the out wide ones would get across, which happened, and Bonsil Benjamin found the front. Um, Code Bailey got off the fence in front of me, and I had a couple coming back in front, so he settled in front of me, which was not ideal, and uh, he got around pretty comfortably. And um, yeah, it was just one of those things, and if I sat back last, they were going to go a second quarter real slow and wouldn't have been able to get into it, so I just had confidence in the horse. David was happy with him, so we bit the bullet and thought I've got to go quick enough that if Jason sees me coming, he can't kick up, and uh, thankfully it worked. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Rob, what a drive. Uh, and, and look, I'm not saying the horse wouldn't have won, but uh, Chris, he had a plan. I could see the look on his face through my binoculars at the 1200, and... Um, he just made it look so easy. And in the end, maybe Malcolm's rhythm, if it got out, uh, would have challenged him. Uh, but it was the drive that got Max Delight home. It certainly did. It was a terrific drive, as you mentioned, Dan. He took off uh, around at 1,200. He was able to find the top. And from that point, he was able to hold him at bay. It was a 45-5 lead time. Bonsell Benjamin was able to get across to the lead. Uh, he then uh, handed up. And he took a, a nice trail, and, and that's where uh, Max Delight came with that lightning move to take up the running, and he came away uh, to hold him at bay. Bonzel Benjamin was very good, battled on strongly for second. Third home, Malkin's Rhythm, he was held up in the home straight, and uh, he hit the line really well. He's going well, Malkin's Rhythm. He's had a few runs back. 
Uh, fourth home, Code Bailey. Had to do some work mid-race into the breeze. He battled on. He'll be improved by that run. Ideal some magic. Also hit the line reasonably well from back in the field. A couple of really good runs, I thought, out of the race. They finished out of the top five. Better beat a bomb. Let down with a really big, sharp sprint down the back straight. They went 28-7, home in 27-6. He wasn't far off him. He's not far off from producing his best. He just needs to get the right draw and the right run, but he's not far off the mark. And the horse that really caught my eye was Shadow Sacks. He really went... Uh, well last night and good to see Matty Craven and Sophia Arvison combining and I think uh, maybe a, a, a big performance by Shadow Sacks over the next few months won't be too far off. Feature for the Trotters was the Group 3 high gain La Cucaracha Trotters free, free for All. It looked a pretty open race on paper. Turned out to be a terrific race and it was Kiang Lavana who was having her first start this year that had the last shot at them and she extended her winning sequence to five with a massive performance first up. Then Kiang Lavana is starting to wind up. No run for Elder Baron Crescent. Off the back in 28-7 for the third quarter. Peregrine Phoenix kick back the lead. Royal Charlotte Gallup, Monaro Maro. Kiang Lavana with a run and Elder Baron Crescent getting through. Peregrine Phoenix going up on the outside. Kiang Lavana out wide a pants up from Elder Baron Crescent, but Kiang Lavana gets up. She is quality. Kiang Lavana first up has won it. From Peregrine Phoenix and a photo, Elder and Crescent. Yeah, definitely, Jase. Um, probably there's a fella by the name of Chris Alford, and he pulled all our pants down in that last race, so um, probably brought a full undone there. But just I was more so concerned where I was going to end up in the run. And with um, the trotters, it can be hard to, to sort of come from well back unless the speed's been on over the short. And first up, definitely had a few little concerns, so... Nah, full credit to Marg and all the team at home. She's had a couple of little niggles and just taking our time getting into the races after a couple of trials and um, good to see it's paid off. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Rob, I mentioned on uh, radio uh, last week on RSN with, uh, with Gareth Hall and we are talking about drivers and look, I've probably mentioned it a few times and that is how good Jason Lee is, A, as a driver, but particularly his record with trotters, he's just got this incredible understanding with the trotters and he rates them so well, whether it's in front or just timing his run. Kiang Lavana was first up, clearly vulnerable, needed the right sort of run first up, and she just got such a wonderful drive. She's a top horse. She had a brilliant finale, and it was great to see, but it was a very competitive race. It was. It was a really keenly contested race. 7.2 lead time, 28.9, 30.5. Home in 28.7 and 29.3, a mile rate of 156.9. And uh, we saw Peregrine Phoenix burn the gate early, was able to get across Royal Charlotte to lead and gave a great sight, was pressured by Monaro Mara, who was driven aggressively into the breeze, and they really turned it on, as I said, down the back straight, 28-7, 29-3 home, and we were looking for the swoopers, and that swooper was Kiang Lavana, had a beautiful trail into it, and finished home over the top. It was a terrific first-up performance after a Vic Bread final win. Peregrine Phoenix was really brave for Chris Finozio into second spot. Aldebaran Crescent was held up, hit the line really strongly into third. Uh, the run of the race, again, was uh, 10 pants up. Up. We've been uh, mentioning pants up over the last few weeks. Uh, there's a win somewhere for the horse. Just needs uh, a few uh, things to go right. And Norkey was pretty brave into fifth placing. Royal Charlotte behind the leader, Gallop. But all honours to Kiang Lavana. She was a class mare and she uh, produced the goods last night. 
Rob, back to the first race on the program. This was the first leg of Jason Lee's double uh, with Highway to Heaven, who sat outside Cool Water Paddy. Um, big rap on the Tasmanian horse, but look, he, he didn't go hard at all. It turned into a sprint home, and uh, he didn't find. So punters were up against it early on, but the winner is building up a good horse's record. Oh, a very good win by Highway to Heaven. Uh, we saw him produce some really good performances here uh, uh, three and four runs ago, went to Ararat in a week company to get some form. One really impressive there. Had to sit in the breeze last night outside the favourite Coolwater Paddy, who was heavily supported and a major disappointment. And Highway to Heaven just ran away from him. Uh, 47-4 lead time. They walked early, 31-5, 31-1. So it was a really run at a slow tempo early. 27-9 down the back, 27-3 home. And Highway to Heaven proved too strong from eight major Mambo, who continues to race really well for Lee Graham and Greg Sugars. Coolwater Paddy, heavily supported there for Juanita McKenzie and Chris Elford. Only travelled across from Tassie during the week, so maybe uh, the travel didn't go too well and uh, was disappointing in the third spot. Fourth home was Nine Valachi, who uh, is, is getting into some form, and Miss Blue Glory wasn't too far away from uh, from those uh, play skills. Only one and a half metres by nose, separating him a mile rate of 158.8, but all honours to the winner, Highway to Heaven. That was the first leg of a double for trainer Margley and for driver Jason Lee. Race number two, it was Soho Broadway. Philly up against the, the older mare. She was racing out of her class, but she used her gate speed to advantage. Yeah, good win by Soho Broadway. Was able to go through and lead early, 7.3 lead time, 28-7 first quarter. 30.4 got a breather, then 28 and 27.8 home, mile rate of 154.5, and she took on the older horses and led throughout. She only won by a half head, but she got the job done. Helgart continues to race well, really savaged the line from uh, just off the speed, and it was a good performance. Final piece, ready to win, uh, was back in the field and hit the line really nicely. That's one to uh, Black Book. I think once she gets off the front row, there's a win very soon for final piece for David Murphy. Fourth home, seven, she's a hovercraft, also a very good run. Went back to last and went between them and, and hit the line strongly. Lisa Miles has got her on track. There's a win in store for her. And Yanari also wasn't a bad effort into fifth placing. A few horses to follow out of the race. Certainly final piece, she's a hovercraft. And even Yanari in the right race. Won't, uh, won't be far off winning another race. Had a pretty competitive trotting race, race number three, uh, but it was uh, Robbie Royale who, who really picked up didn't look like he was going to get there, but his lunge in the last couple of strides was a big one to get his nose down on the line with Chris Elford. He was third up from a break, and he uh, he improved a bit from his run last week. Uh, he's a good horse, Robbie Royale. He went around in the Great Southern Star, and he's two runs back from a spell. Both been quite solid enough. I think the barrier draw last night was going to make it hard for him, but he uh, surged with a big run at about the 500, and he kept coming, and he got over the top of Prestesis, who was terrific in defeat, half-head separating the two, but Robbie Royale finishing home too strong. Travel bug led in the race. Nephew of Sunoco is expected when it went into the breeze, and the two favourites went uh, pretty hard at each other. 46-9 lead time, 31-7. Then they went 30.3, and then Nephew of Sunoco really put it to Travel bug down the back, 28-7, and they came home in 29-9, and Robbie Royale finishing too strong. Prestesis racing really well. Ken Tibbetts doing a great job for uh, with this horse, but unfortunately just got run down last night. Travel bug battled on really strong Strongly for third. A win's not far away. Nephew of Sunoco also battled on really strongly. So a couple of really good runs out of the race. Uh, but certainly, uh, probably if, you, if you're following one, looking to win soon, Prosthesis deserves to win one soon, as does Travel Bug. Both horses going really well. 
Rob, the uh, fourth event on the program, and uh, this, of course, was the two-year-old race. It was an intriguing race, quite a number of them that didn't have a lot of race experience, uh, but a very progressive winner in Ahura for Nathan Purden and Stuart McDonald. Yeah, Ahura did the job, uh, was able to go through and lead it. Uh, well, it was crossed by Aussie Joy, and then uh, it was able to find the front, uh, and Ahura always travelled well in the run, 7.2 lead time, 28-2 first quarter, 29-5, 28-3, home in 29-8. They went a mile rate of 155-3 in Ahura. Uh, a beautifully bred uh, filly got the job done ahead of five Aussie Joy who battled on strongly. Elegant uh, was fourth or third was on Prince, uh, Princess Bella, ran on well. And uh, fourth home was for Elegant. It was a small field. Look, hard to say the depth of that race last night, but all you have to do is win. And Uhura certainly did it at its fourth start and brought up her Vic Bread bonus. She's a lovely bred filly for Nathan Purden and, and Stuart McDonald bring up another winner. Mole rate of 155.3. Santa Casa Beach continued on his winning way, taking out race five, the Allied Express pace. He's now made it three wins in a row this prep. Yeah, a really good win again by Santa Casa Beach. Aussie Battler was able to get across him at the start. They went pretty hard early. 6.9 lead time. They break seven seconds. You know they're burning. 6.9, 29.3 first quarter. They put the brakes on, 29.9. Down the back in 28-8, 27-4 home. And Aussie Butler led him to the home turn. Santa Casa Beach got through along the inside to hit the front. The late uh, closer was Crime Rider, who was three back to pegs and really savaged the line. Maybe another bound might have got Santa Casa Beach into second place in Crime Rider. Third was Torrent Saint, also hit the line really strongly after being in the breeze, then got some cover and uh, finished off strongly. Aussie Battler led in the race, was close up into fourth spot, and loving the Chevy, who was three, four back the pegs, actually four back the pegs, and hit the line really well as well. So, look, a, a few horses are going to improve by that. Enchanted Stride, Jamison Steel are all first up. Uh, smart Little Shard, they're all going to be improved by that run. Probably the horse to follow um, out of the race. Um, yeah, look, probably uh, Crime Rider again caught the eye with another good run last night. Rob, the... Uh Last event on the card was the Woodland Stud Pace. Of course, we looked at races six, seven, and eight. Sorry, the second last on the program. And uh, this race was won by a horse that we've both got a bit of time for in Captain Belisario. And someone must have been listening on uh, on Trot's Vision because he got out to a, a pretty good price, a very attractive price, and he made light work of that. He was well backed in the end late to run second favourite behind Le Mondier, who started an odds-on favourite. Yeah, I think a, a few of us uh, like Captain Belisario last night. I know yourself, Dan, tipped it on green light on Thursday. I made it my best bet of the night, and he didn't let us down. It was a, a lovely drive by Jack Law for trainer Jane Davies, and Captain Belisario led early, handed up to Le Mandier, the favourite, sat behind it. They both got a little bit keen in the run, 45-5 lead time, 29-9, 30.2. It was just a dash home, 28-3 and 28 the last two quarters. My rate of 156.4. But that was only his 12th start. He's beautifully bred. And Captain Belisario has got a pretty bright future. I think there's plenty more wins in store for him. I like the run also of Platinum Stride. He's going well for Anthony uh, Button, Sonia Smith, Zach Phillips drove. Three back the pegs and hit the line really strongly. Le Mandier will be improved by that run. Still lightly raced and got a lot to learn. Just got a bit keen in front. Uh, fourth home. Uh, was nine, which was Terror of Loxley, and fifth home for Saint Ain't uh, so, so Joe uh, for Michael Stanley. But Captain Belisario deserved the victory and was too good. 
And in the last event, it was Dot the Eye who put the riding on the wall with an eye-catching run last week. Probably didn't end up uh, doing it the way most people had a thought. He had to work hard for it, and he toughed it out to take the last, the Beraldo Coffee. Yeah, big thrill for trainer Dennis McIntyre. He's doing a terrific job with Dot the Eye, and, and beautifully driven by young Ryan Sanders. And he's got such a big future in the game, Ryan. And he drove that horse really well. He had no luck early. He was posted out three wide. He didn't panic. He just uh, searched his way forward slowly. Lead time... Was 43.5, so it was a very quick lead time. And Dot the I certainly did his fair share of work, but he was able to back it off in the breeze. 32, 30 seconds the first two quarters, 28 four down the back. He looked to be in all sorts of trouble, but he decided not to go for home too early after being caught in the breeze. And uh, 30.4, it was a slog fest up the home straight, but uh, Dot the I was able to hold him off. Terraline was a good run again, uh, worked hard early took the trail behind the leader, which was Meserati, and then finished home strongly. The dude who was uh, heavily supported late in betting had his chance. He, he looked all over the winner down the back straight, but just uh, slogged it out at the finish for third. Fourth home was number eight, Smoking Shazza, who didn't have a lot of luck and was certainly an eye-catching run out of the race and might be one horse worth uh, putting into your black books to follow on last night's uh, run. And, of course, King of Swing returned with a pretty comfortable win at Benangle last night. Uh, Spankham was successful in uh, in Brisbane. And uh, Chicago Bull went down fighting. Even though he got beaten on Friday night, uh, he was very good. So some of the stars are back. Uh, next week, we've got the uh, Blossom Lady for the Pacing Mares and the Noopy Kiosk, uh, the Trotters Free for All, are the highlights next week. And we'll be able to do it all again on both Trots Vision, RSN. and be back here for the mile rate on the Sunday morning. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Uh, good to catch up with you this morning. Uh, enjoy uh, your Sunday and long weekend. Happy harnessing everyone and we'll look forward to catching up with you throughout the week. See you next week.